Out of Stigma's Shadow is a podcast where young people talk openly and honestly about their struggles with mental health. A note here for sensitive listeners, some of these stories include mentions of self-harm and suicidal thoughts, and they may be emotionally challenging, painful, or difficult to hear. Discretion and self-care are advised. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance crisis, you can always dial 988 for connection to free 24-7 confidential support. Here's Zach's story. My name is Zach, and I'm 25 years old. I'm a part-time actor, um, I'm a filmmaker, and I'm currently working full-time as a mental health worker at Shepherd Pratt Hospital. In 2016, you know, I was experiencing a lot of stress and anxiety being a freshman in college. So I contacted my doctor and he wrote me a prescription for an SSRI, which is usually meant to, you know, help people who are either anxious or depressed reach like a, a, a better baseline and to help them function normally. I was hoping, and so was my doctor, that it would at least alleviate some of the anxiety I was experiencing at college. So as I was taking the medication, you know, I was feeling better and better. And as I felt better and better, I was able to function off of two to four hours of sleep consistently. And there were some nights that I didn't sleep at all. And then, you know, the strange thing was that the next day it was like, I felt fully rested. In fact, I felt more energetic. And by that point, I started to realize this is odd and there's something wrong, but I don't really know what to do about it. Um, I just feel like this is the new me, you know? This is just whatever it was that I was taking is just working. And, you know, part of the reason why I was also feeling amazing was being a teenager and being in college, I was using marijuana quite often. I was smoking a lot. Um, And by the time I had started to experience this, you know, lack of need for sleep and this this rise in mood, um, I started using more and more because, you know, it was like a feedback loop. It was just making the high even higher and it just it was making the the weed that I was smoking a lot more a lot more intense meanwhile this whole time I I didn't even have a psychiatrist let alone I I wasn't even meeting with my doctor who prescribed this medication to me to kind of check in and see how I was doing my intuition was this is not right and clearly you know my my friends and my family knew there was something going on, but I felt incredible. So there was really no reason for me to essentially stop what it was that was happening to me. I just remember everything felt very dreamlike. There's no way I can explain it in a way that would most people would relate to unless you've been psychotic. but. I started to notice patterns in people's behavior and in just the world that made it feel like somehow I was controlling it. I thought I was controlling stoplights. 
I thought my family was was doing tests on me. And then all of a sudden, I started seeing things that weren't there and hearing things that weren't there. And eventually, like, campus PD had to, like, they found me, like, wandering around um, the campus, and they had to take me back to my dorm. And um, I really scared my my roommates. And the next day, my, my parents picked me up and took me straight to um, the, the closest um, psychiatric hospital. I thought it was, like, all part of a game. Like, it, it felt like this was a movie. And I felt like I didn't really fully grasp what was happening to me. There was, at one point, I figured I would try to get my parents to get me out of there. And I thought that if I threatened to kill myself, they would let me get out. So what I what I did was I put my fist through a Purell dispenser at like 3 a.m. and cut my hand pretty bad, so I was bleeding. And I took a shard of plastic and I held it up against, you know, the, the inside of my forearm. And the charge nurse was there, so he saw what I was doing. And I told him, like, if, if you get near me, I'm, I'm going to cut my arm. Um, so he backed up. And before I knew it, two mental health workers injected me um, with antipsychotics, like, like, like super high dose. And like they, the, the stuff they used knocked me out pretty much instantly. But when I woke up the next day, they had sewed my, you know, the cut on my hand. And so I had probably been to the hospital. I just didn't wake up. Um, at that point. But the re- the reason this is important is because whatever it was that they gave me that night, that's what really started to kill the psychosis. And that's when I started to come back to reality a little bit. So it, it really wasn't until I had this significant event in the hospital that I started feeling better. The psychiatrist in that hospital in PIW was the first one to tell that I have bipolar disorder or manic depression. My psychiatrists at the time could not and would not prescribe any kind of antidepressants. People with bipolar disorder, certain SSRIs do work if they're used in tandem with a mood stabilizer, Um, but for me, my recovery was only with mood stabilizers. Um, and I'm, I'm very thankful that I did not relapse. Um, and I still, I still haven't yet. I've never once missed a dose of my medication in, you know, six and a half years um, from the day I was prescribed them. And for me, it's what's I think is interesting about all this is that I feel better now than I did before I was ever diagnosed or be- even before I went to college, just be- just before any of this happened. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, there is still shame and 
stigma that's associated with mental disorders. But the reality is the more that we can talk about this sort of thing and have an open dialogue, the better things will be. And you don't need to have an acute mental illness to suffer with aspects of these things. You know, everybody gets a little manic sometimes. (laughs) Many people have experienced depressive episodes in their life. And these are just aspects of our life. It's nothing to be ashamed about. And I feel very fortunate and grateful that I'm, that I'm able to, to talk about it now and that I'm, and that I'm still here to tell the story. You've been listening to Out of Stigma's Shadow, a podcast that's part of an initiative to combat barriers to seeking behavioral health care by raising awareness, increasing visibility, and ending stigma surrounding mental health and substance use disorders. Out of Stigma's Shadow is a partnership of Jewish Community Services, Catholic Charities, MedStar Health, NAMI Metropolitan Baltimore, and Behavioral Health System Baltimore. Additional support for this project was provided by the Marilyn and David Karp Philanthropic Fund, Mitchell David Endowment Fund, and Joan G. Klein Fund for Substance Use Disorders. Music for Out of Stigma's Shadow comes from Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Aaron Henkin. I produce the podcast. Thanks for listening, and be well. Be well.